Extra Daily Planet Extra. Thank you, Haley, for hijacking my opening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Episode 7 of Man of Screen Extra. I am your host, Mike Zumo, and on this episode, we are going to do something a little different, as I'm going to talk about a recent trip my family and I took to Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida. Now, I know this is generally a Superman's podcast, so I'm just hoping you will bear with me while I talk about our trip to perhaps my favorite vacation spot in the country. But before we get into the details of the trip my family and I took, there is some business to take care of in the form of listener feedback from episode 6, which covered Suicide Squad. And this email comes from Dave McIlvaney, a frequent writer into the Man of Screen podcast, and Dave says, Greetings, Mike. I must say, I very much enjoyed this episode, even though I haven't seen Suicide Squad. To be honest, I've never really been a big fan of that team. And he puts team in quotes. So, I didn't have any particular interest in seeing the movie. But having heard your take on it, I think I may need to go see it now. The simple fact that I've changed my mind after listening to your show should tell you that you've had an impact. Which, I guess is something a podcaster should hear. Thanks. Live long and prosper. Dave McIlvaney. Well, thank you, Dave. Uh, Your words, as always, mean a lot. And yeah, it does... uh, I guess make me feel good that I'm making an impact. I don't know whether you've seen the movie or not. It's This email was dated August 20th, and I am sitting here recording this on September 18th, so you may or may not have seen it. If you have, though, uh, make sure you send me a copy of uh, your ticket. Maybe I can get Warner Brothers to give me a commission or something. I could really make that 75 cents go somewhere. That's probably if you went to a matinee. If you went to a at night, I might, have, might get a whole dollar out of it. So Either way. When I talk about a, a new movie or whatever, my goal is not necessarily to make you want to go see the movie or change your mind if you liked it or didn't like it. My goal is to just spew my opinion out there and maybe give, give you something to think about that you didn't think of before. I'm not here to change anybody's mind. I feel as though if I just gave you, you know, something to think about, something to chew on, then I have accomplished my purpose. So, I would like to thank Dave for sending in his email. And now on to uh, this week's show, which, as I mentioned, is going to be me talking about a trip my family and I took to Walt Disney World in July. Give you a little peek behind the curtain. Yes, we did take this vacation two months ago, and the only reason it's taken me so long to get the episode on and out was because I had, with the DC movies that came out over the summer, with the 
with the release of the Batman v Superman Ultimate Cut in July and the Suicide Squad theatrical release in August, not to mention the San Diego Comic-Con stuff, which created an extra Man of Screen Extra in August, this was really the first open slot I've had for it. So, even though it's been a couple months since we took the vacation, I think you may or may not enjoy hearing what I had to say about the most magical place on Earth. So, I hope you will indulge me this one time. Just one note before I go into the next segment. I recorded that segment the night we came home two months ago, so if I'm not giving my usual delivery, understand I was pretty tired when we got home that night. But I wanted to get everything recorded right then and there while it was all fresh and I was still feeling the, you know, kind of the afterglow of a good vacation. So, with that being said, I'm going to take a quick break, play a promo for uh, another podcast, and I'm going to come back and you're going to hear Mike from two months ago talk about the family's trip to Walt Disney World in Florida. Hang around, folks. In 1977, the world changed. The film industry was transformed. The popular culture rocked. And young minds forever altered. Star Wars arrived. And nothing would ever be the same again. Though everyone wasn't affected in the same way, everyone was affected. This is my Star Wars story. My Star Wars Story, monthly at MyStarWarsStory.com Hey, welcome back, folks. As I mentioned before, I just want to talk a little bit about a trip I took to Walt Disney World and... This past July, I went with my family, uh, Stacy, my daughter Haley, and my mother. We spent the better part of seven days, six nights, staying at the All-Star Movies Resort on the Disney property. And, you know, we had a great time. You know, you go on vacation, you know, you try to go as much as you can. Try to do something fun with the, with the family, at least every summer. But Walt Disney World is really one of the special places to go on vacation. And I just wanted to share some of my experience with you guys and... If you care to listen and are curious as to what we did for that time, you are welcome to keep on listening as I'm going to share some of my thoughts and experiences when I visited Walt Disney World in the middle of July. For those of you who don't know, I live about 45 or so miles north of New York City. So, on Saturday afternoon, we took off from Newark International Airport in, call it northern New Jersey, and we landed in Orlando at about, probably about 4.30 or so. And from there, we took the Disney Magical Express bus from the airport to our hotel. Disney's Magical Express is something I cannot recommend enough for people. It's free, you know, that's the best thing about it, and let's face it, it's expensive to go to Walt Disney World for an extended period of time, like a week, so any place where you're looking to save a few bucks is something to be sought out. But I really like the Disney's Magical Express. This is the second time I've used it. It's been great both times. What happens is, obviously when you make your reservation, I did mine through the website, and it's free to add, and you have a choice to either pick up your luggage at the airport as you would from a normal flight, or have it sent directly to your hotel from the airport. I went with the option to have my luggage sent to the hotel. And since we arrived about 6 p.m., what we did was we packed a carry-on bag, basically full of swimwear, so that we would be able to swim in the resort pool while we were waiting for our luggage to arrive. They say it takes about three hours to get your luggage to your room, from the airport via the Magical Express. I've used it twice. 
the first time, as I recall, was about 10 years ago, and I seem to remember my luggage arriving at the hotel before I did. How that happened, I don't know, but this time it was more closer to the three-hour mark. We arrived at the hotel around 6 o'clock from the airport, and our luggage was in the room about 9 o'clock when we came back from the resort pool. We stayed at the All-Star Movies Resort on the southern part of the property near the Animal Kingdom, and this also is the second time I've used that resort. I also stayed there with my then-fiancé at the time, 10 years ago, you know. One thing I look at when I'm booking a trip to Disney is, I'm basically looking for the most inexpensive hotel experience I can find, because, let's face it, when you're at a place like Walt Disney World, how much time are you really going to spend in your hotel? Really, for us, it was just a place to sleep. So, Sunday night, we went in the pool. As I recall, when I went 10 years ago, I had a pretty good experience with the All-Star Movies Resort. That was one of the reasons why I actually picked it. That and the fact that it was, when I was making the reservation about a year or so ago, it was probably the cheapest that I was able to find a rate for on the property. The other ones that were close were Caribbean Beach Resort. That's closer to Epcot Center. That's another place I've stayed in the past with my family, but not for a very long time. That's a nice hotel, as I recall. One of our friends, who was in the same pre-K class as my daughter this past school year, went a few weeks earlier than we did, and they stayed at the Caribbean Beach Resort, and they had a great time. As I recall, it came down to two choices, the All-Star Movies Resort and the Pop Century Resort. For those of you who are listening to this podcast, you may know that Scott Gardner of the Two True Freaks Podcast Network works at Pop Century. I really would have liked to, but however, when it really came down to it, I asked my daughter which hotel she wanted to stay at, and quite frankly, the presence of Scott Gardner could not override the fact that the hotel that we stayed at had 40-foot Dalmatian statues outside one of the buildings, or two of the buildings, really. I would have liked to have been able to see Scott while I was down there, but, you know, I don't want to interrupt the man while he's working. I don't know him that well, but, you know, I would have at least liked to, you know, seeing him, shaking his hand, and, you know, tell him that I've enjoyed the podcasts that he's done over the years that I've listened to, and I actually did podcast with him once on the Two True Freaks Captain America special. One of these days, I'd like to get him on the regular Man of Screen show, but that might be some time in coming. But, and I've also heard... Scott say that he doesn't like interrupting people's vacations, and I totally respect that. I also basically wouldn't want to interrupt him at work. Maybe next time, as we are planning a trip down to Walt Disney World in the future, because one of our big regrets is that, for reasons that I'm not going to go into on this podcast, because it's really not appropriate to do so, we couldn't bring Stacy's eight-year-old son with us, and hopefully by next year we can bring him with us, and he'll get to enjoy the parks just like my daughter Haley did this year. So that's just something we're hoping for next year. So I guess we're going to have to start saving now for that next trip to Disney World. But anyway, like I said, we arrived Sunday night, and we enjoyed the Fantasia pool at our resort. I enjoyed that pool. It's got a great atmosphere. I I love the Mickey fountain. At the far end of the pool, there's a tree stump with Mickey dressed up as the Sorcerer's Apprentice, and he's waving his arms out, and as if he's using his magic to send water into the pool via fountain. It's a very cool-looking thing. If you've never seen it, I recommend it. It's Well, anyway, so, obviously, as we had nothing else to do because our park hopper tickets, we didn't want to waste a day going to one of the parks for three hours, so we hung around the pool that night, waiting for our luggage to show up. So we went to the pool, and I enjoyed the fact that the pool was heated at night. I went in the pool later in the week, during the day, and let's just say the heated pool didn't uh, wasn't as refreshing as it was on Sunday night, but it's a great experience going in the pool, and, uh, My daughter had a little life jacket on, and she was swimming around, pretending she was Dory from Finding Dory, so that was pretty cool. 
You could tell right from right away she was having a great time. She was just soaking everything in, and I really did my best to make this trip all about her. This was her first trip to Disney World, and, you know, I've been there three times previous, so I really wanted to make this special for her, and I think we did a good job doing that. We basically started the core of our vacation on Monday. One of the things my mother really wanted to do for Haley was to go to the Ippity Bobbity Boutique, where she was able to be a princess of for the day. Of course, Haley, who has been obsessed for the past two years with Frozen, chose to be Elsa, of course, and and she did not hesitate to remind everybody who called her a princess on Monday that she was really a queen. I tried to tell her that about some of the rules of royalty, basically that if she was a queen, that means that I'm likely dead, but she just, <laughs> she just ignored me. She ignored my humor, as most of the women in my family do. So, one day when... We started out our day at Disney Springs, getting that done. I had originally tried to get her into the Ippity Bobbity Boutique at the Magic Kingdom, but they only had an appointment for Thursday around 3 o'clock. And, well, quite frankly, it seemed better to start our day over there at Disney Springs on Monday, so we decided to go straight there. Monday morning, we hopped the bus to Disney Springs, and she did that. You know, I've been to Disney Springs before, back in the days when it was still downtown Disney. For someone who lives seven miles from the Woodbury Commons shopping outlet, basically, if you've, if you've seen one boutique mall, you've seen them all. So, Disney Springs didn't really hold a lot of appeal for my family other than going to the Ippity Bobbity to uh, get Haley made up as Elsa. I was a little bummed that I couldn't get to go in because you only allowed two adults in at a time. So, Stacy and my mother went in with Haley, and they actually asked Haley if she wanted me to come in at any point, and she said no because she wanted to surprise me. And. So, she came out in surprise. She came out of the door dressed up as a little queen, and it was cool. I really enjoyed her enjoyment of that. You know, kind of when I set up our itinerary, I knew she'd be dressed as Elsa. So, <clears throat> the first thing I looked up was where Elsa would be, you know, as far as the character experiences go. And, well, that kind of determined that we would be at Epcot, since the new Frozen exhibit in Norway in the World Showcase pretty much opened several weeks before we went there. We got to Epcot well, probably around noon. Grab some lunch at, I recall, the Electric Umbrella, I believe it was called. It's right uh, near the fountain beyond the big golf ball. I always forget which ride that is. I believe it's Spaceship Earth, I believe. I always get that emission space mixed up for some reason. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. After lunch, it's probably when we had our first meltdown of the vacation. I really thought it would take longer than that. But you know, these things happen when you have a five-year-old who, who didn't seem to want to go to the bathroom. I don't know. I don't actually know what happened. I was sitting in the restaurant trying to wonder what was going on with everybody else. But anyway, so we did a couple of things. We did the Sea Pavilion, which had some kind of Finding Nemo ride, as I recall. I don't remember much about it. I didn't really take a whole big note of it, but uh, Haley seemed to enjoy it. But what Haley really enjoyed was looking through the aquarium after that and you know seeing all the fish, seeing the manatees in the pool, both below and above, and just going around and looking at all the, the fish. There were some clownfish... I believe there was a fish like Dory in there, and it was just there was a sign that for some dolphins, which interested us because Stacy really likes dolphins, and well, we were quite disappointed that we didn't actually see any dolphins. So maybe the dolphin sign was just a dolphin sign. Anyway, at some point during the day, we went into that turtle talk with Crush. You know, ever since I saw Finding Nemo all those years ago when it came out, I always referred to Crush as one of those pot-smoking surfer turtles, and. The way he acts doesn't really play against that stereotype, but I was really impressed with how that's done up here. 
I'm guessing. I have no idea how this is actually done, but there's probably an actor or something behind the scenes using a voice modulator and some motion capture to interact with the children in the audience. Haley actually raised their hand and spoke to Crush, which, in my eyes, showed a great deal of confidence on her part, so that was cool to see. I didn't think she'd actually say anything to him. She didn't really ask a question like Crush was kind of seeking, but she told him that she likes to swim. So, which swimming was clearly on her mind because we had been swimming the night before in the pool at our hotel. So from there, we skipped the land because Haley really had no interest. She's kind of timid with some of the rides, so we skipped Soren, which I would have liked to have done, but man, no real loss there. I'm sure I'll be at Disney World again soon and get an opportunity to go on it. You know, I really missed not having Stacy's eight-year-old son with us. He's usually my partner in scary rides, or at the very least, rides that Haley won't go on. That's that. So we skipped the land. I wanted to take her into the Figment Imagination ride, but she didn't really want to do it at that point. And so we decided to, she was still kind of cranky. It was hot, you know, hotter than we're used to being from New York. So we skipped that. I wanted to go on to Spaceship Earth, which is in the golf ball. I call it the golf ball. I don't know if it has a proper name, but I guess we'll start, we'll go with Spaceship Earth. At that point in the day, there was a 45-minute wait and... I really had no interest in a 45-minute wait, so <clears throat> I decided to fast-pass that and come back to it later. But we did have a 1 o'clock or so, or maybe it was like 2 o'clock or something, fast-pass appointment for the Frozen ride in Norway, which was a boat ride that basically took you through the story of the Frozen movie. So we made our way to the World Showcase, and what I like about the fast-passes when you book them in advance is that you have an hour window, so you don't have to arrive at exactly the time that it says. So being that the three Cabaneros thing in Mexico didn't have any line, we went in there and did that, and she liked that, you know. Donald Duck is awesome, he gets into all kinds of trouble, and you know, she found that funny. The pictures that showed up in our memory maker didn't seem to support that, but Haley was very timid on a lot of the rides we went on, but usually when we got off of them, except for two, she decreed that they were awesome. So on our way to Frozen Ever After, I believe it was called, we encountered the, the entrance to where you could meet Anna and Elsa. So we decided to go into there because it was about a 30-minute wait, and we still had about an hour to go on our Fast Pass, or it may not have even been time yet, but either way, we had a lot of time. We had enough time to cover the 30-minute wait, so this was probably, for Haley, my favorite part of the vacation, and almost a pity that it happened on the first day, but seeing her meet Elsa while dressed up as what's probably her favorite princess, or queen, at the moment was really cool, and Elsa talked to her, and they talked about how they were twins and things like that, and it was really cool that Elsa said that everybody throughout the kingdom would have to call her Queen Elsa so that Olaf wouldn't get confused. After all that was done, you know, she met her Anna and Elsa, and we moved on into the gift shop because, well, let's face it, every attraction in Disney World empties into a gift shop. Not all of them, but a great many of them. So a lot of the workers would recognize that she was in her Elsa costume, and they call her Queen Elsa, which was really cool. I'm not sure Haley knew what to make of that at first, as one of the workers told Haley, you know, calling her Elsa that she was supposed to be at the she was gonna be at the Royal Summer House all day. And Haley looked at her and said, Nah, I decided to come here. So Haley does what she wants. She mastered the art of being a queen very quickly. But it was really cool that the workers in the gift shop and throughout the Norway area of the World Showcase 
really played into that for her, and she had a great experience because of it. So after we met Anna and Elsa, we went on to the Frozen Ever After ride, which which is a Norway used to have some kind of cave boat ride, as I recall. I don't remember a lot about it, but I just remember there was a boat ride in Norway. So I took you through the movie Frozen. It was, a, it was a lot of fun. Haley didn't like the snow monster. Haley doesn't like going fast and backwards and things like that. So at one point, Elsa sends us backwards with her snow powers, and she didn't really like that too much. And then the snow monster appeared, and he scared her. I have no issues with the snow monster. Personally, I look at the snow monster, and I think he kind of looks like Doomsday from Superman comics, at least the outline. But that's probably just me projecting my Superman fandom onto Frozen. I also believe that there are some parallels between the way Elsa was betrayed in Frozen with Superman, as both characters grew up different with special abilities that they had to hide for the sake of others who would fear them word ever got out so there are some very basic similarities there between the two characters and i think it's really cool that those characteristics exist in both my favorite fictional character superman and hers elsa so after that we continued to make our way through the world showcase taking a drink every now and then because it's hot as hell in orlando in july for the record bring tons and tons of water we did and remarkably when you huddle a bunch of water bottles together they do a decent job staying cold. As far as the World Showcase, you know, Haley wasn't too into this. She's kind of young to appreciate the other cultures, and we didn't spend a great deal of time in them. But she enjoyed meeting the various characters that were scattered throughout the World Showcase. She met Donald Duck in his Mexico outfit, and we encountered Snow White in Germany. But one of our favorites of the day was meeting Jasmine and Aladdin in, I want to say Morocco, that was. Jasmine is both my mother and Stacy's favorite princesses, so we waited an awful long time to meet those two, and one thing you have to remember when you're traveling with a five-year-old is, every time you see a bathroom, ask her if she has to go. And if she says no, and if somebody else is going in, make her go with them. This was the first time we had the dreaded experience in the middle of a line with hearing the magic words, I have to go potty which is not something you want to hear after you've been online for 25 minutes and are making progress to your destination. I would say this happened three times. We managed to make it through all three times accident-free. So we made our way, basically, once we got to Morocco, we started basically looking through the rest of the countries, basically just for character experiences. We missed Belle, and, and we missed somebody else as well. I don't exactly remember what else we missed, but we caught all the characters that we really wanted to catch. We started making our way back the way we came through the World Showcase. We made our way back to Figment and the Imagination Institute, or whatever it's called. I have some interesting memories of that purple dinosaur, Figment. I was first introduced to the concept of Figment. He's the purple dinosaur that is the Figment of this professor's imagination. And, you know, he throughout the ride, he gets into the lab and causes all kinds of trouble. But anyway, I was first introduced to this character in the late 80s when my grandmother showed me a video of her trip to Florida the Disney World, and then I experienced it for the first time when I went with my family for the first time in 1989 at the age of eight. It was when we went back in, I want to say 1996, that things got a little interesting. Before I get to that, it's just interesting to note that I've been to Walt Disney World in, in 1996, 2006, and now in 2016. So I'm averaging about a trip to Disney World every 10 years. I'm hoping that's not the case this, again. So anyway, when we went in 1996, it was just my mother and my sister, and when we went to eat, my sister ordered this iced tea that wasn't sufficiently sweet enough. So my mother just kept pouring sugar packets into this iced tea, and it just 
gave her a huge sugar rush, and oh my god, I don't know how many times I had to kiss that stupid stuffed dinosaur before she finally went to bed. I want to say I was 15, and which would have made her about 11. <sighs> anyway, I might have been scarred for life by Figment at that point. So after all that, we went through that. Apparently I screwed up my fast pass for Spaceship Earth, when instead of actually the ride in the golf ball. Apparently I, I assigned my fast pass for Mission Space and couldn't figure out why it wasn't working, but no big deal. What was originally a 45 minute wait was like a 10 minute wait by the time I got back to that area, so no harm, no foul there. And then we finished the night at Epcot at the Illuminations. The Reflections of Earth. All these nighttime shows are great. I recommend trying to catch as many as you can. If not all of them. If you can swing it. But that was Monday, pretty much at Epcot. Going into the trip, I kind of wasn't sold on the Ippity Bobbity Boutique right away because I personally didn't want to sit around the salon a couple of hours while they made her up into a dress that would make her hot and crabby all day. But it went pretty well. We were out of there in less than an hour, I'd say. And we made it to Epcot hours earlier and... You know, the reactions Haley got made the whole thing worth it. So I would recommend if, if you have a daughter that's of that age, you know, preschool age or up to seven or eight or however old, it doesn't matter. But if they're into that and they want to, go for it. Spend the 200 bucks. It's worth it. You know, I wasn't sold on it at, at the time. When I go on these vacations, I want to keep moving through the parks. But seeing the way Haley was treated at Epcot that day, you know, it made the whole the whole thing worth it. So that was Monday at Epcot. Tuesday was our first day at the Magic Kingdom. We spent about, say, a day and a half at the Magic Kingdom. You know, like I mentioned about Epcot, a lot of what we were going for for Haley, and really what she seemed to enjoy the most, was the character experiences. So, so one of the first princesses that we got to meet was Rapunzel from Tangled and Princess Tiana, who I was told is from the Princess and the Frog. And then after that, uh, when we were walking by toward the Rapunzel area, we encountered the Fairy Godmother, but we didn't really stay to chat, because, or get on the line, rather, to meet her because the line was pretty long and we had a fast pass. Right outside the, what's it called, the Fairy Tale Hall, I believe it's called, where Rapunzel was. Cinderella is there, too. Like I said, I had pl initially planned two days at the Magic Kingdom. We saw Rapunzel and Tiana on Tuesday and were back in that area for Cinderella the next day. But like I said, Haley really enjoyed the meeting the characters, and she had before we left. We had bought on Amazon a little one of the little autograph books with a pen, and the characters were more than happy to sign it. Oh, before I even get into that, the first thing we did on on Tuesday was a character breakfast. We had our breakfast at the Crystal Palace in the Main Street USA section of the Magic Kingdom, where we had breakfast with characters from Winnie the Pooh. Haley got a visit from. Tigger, Pooh Bear, Eeyore, and Piglet. It would have been nice to have breakfast with princesses, but you know what? We met a lot of princesses throughout travels, and not so much in the way of Winnie the Pooh characters, which is also a favorite of Stacey and Haley. So that was really cool, although I kind of wish they timed this a little bit better because we our reservation was, I want to say, about 10 after 9, and I'm kind of jumping around here a little bit. Now that I'm home, like the whole vacation is kind of, compressing in my mind, so it's getting difficult to pull specific events out without help. I didn't take any notes because I wasn't actually planning to record anything until, well, yesterday night. But anyway, I wish the Crystal Palace kind of would have timed the characters a little bit better, but because before we even had an opportunity to, well, we had the opportunity, but we decided not to take it, to get up and grab our breakfast, Eeyore was there. Apparently, we had just missed Tigger, 
And after Eeyore had passed, again, we were getting up to go get our breakfast. And, oh, well, there's Pooh Bear. So I hadn't eaten anything yet. So by this point, I was getting a little peckish. It was probably close to 9.30 almost at this point. So here comes Pooh Bear. And, okay, we figure, all right, after, after Pooh Bear, we'll go and get our breakfast. But, nope, here comes Piglet. And which is good because I'm glad Piglet came before breakfast because that would have spared me the moral conundrum of whether it's really polite to eat bacon in front of Piglet. I don't know how I would have felt about that. But anyway, we apparently we, when we sat down at our table, we had just missed Tigger. So we had a chance to eat before Tigger bounced our way. That was a really fun experience for all of us. It doesn't have to be the Winnie the Pooh characters, but if you can sign yourself up for any character meal. I chose breakfast because for one reason it was probably the least expensive, but I don't know that for a fact. But I felt it would, would have been best to do the big character meal early in the day to kind of start, as opposed to being doing something somewhere in the park and say, oh, nope, we have a dinner reservation at this time and have to jet back to a restaurant, whether or not we're hungry at that point. That was why I like doing it for breakfast, where we made sure we didn't eat that morning and got over there for our 910 reservation. And what was really nice about having the 910 reservation was that we got to the Magic Kingdom at Rope Drop. And, well, quite frankly, getting there at Rope Drop probably isn't the most fun experience in the world, having to go through security and all that jazz right at the beginning and the massive force of humanity that's trying to get through that place as you get in. But the Good Morning sh Show, or whatever they call it, was really cool. The Seeing the engineer up on the station, the train station, and... Kelly really enjoyed seeing Mickey and all of her favorite characters come on the train and do a little dance to welcome her and, by extension, us to the Magic Kingdom. From there, we went to breakfast. From breakfast, we went to Rapunzel. As we were on our way toward Fairytale Hall, Haley has never met a merry-go-round that she doesn't like, so Haley and I took a ride on that. And then I had originally fast-passed the Little Mermaid experience character meeting for the following day Wednesday, but I was getting to the point where I figured, you know what, if we're here and if the wait was only 20 or so minutes, I think it turned out to be a half hour, that we should do it while we were there instead of kind of artificially getting ourselves there the next day if we really didn't have time to. But anyway, we got over to Ariel. Before that, we did the Little Mermaid ride through the movie, which was this line was our second experience of I have to go potty in the middle of the line, and she really had to go this time, but Again, we made it through She, <laughs> the ride and with no accident. And, you know, it always amazes me when she has to go to the bathroom throughout the entire line. But the minute she is on the ride and enjoying it, she's forgotten all about her bladder. So, except for the two instances where the ride stopped throughout. And those two times, well, she quite frankly decided that was when she remembered that she had to go to the bathroom. So, after the voyage under the sea or whatever it's called in the Magic Kingdom, that takes us through the movie of Little Mermaid. That was another very well done. Everything in Disney World is well done. So I'm not going to keep saying how great everything is because everything is great. By that, by rule almost. So from there, we made our trip to the bathroom and we went on to meet Ariel, who is my sister's favorite princess. She wasn't there, but Haley likes Ariel as well. So although I don't believe she's seen the movie, but that's probably something we'll have to rectify in the near future. So we went and met Ariel. And from there, we went over to... That silly Pete Circus area, kind of in the back corner of the park, where where we spent some time meeting Daisy Duck, who was dressed up as some kind of fortune teller, Minnie, who was dressed in a very glamorous costume, Minnie Menifee, or whatever, and we met Goofy in his pilot costume. 
that was one of the few characters where we uh, all as a family got in, got involved there. And then we went on to Donald Duck. So at this point, it was about well, 4.20 or so. If I'm looking at this Memory Maker webpage, probably we, we finished our last picture of Donald Duck around 4.18. And by this point, we felt as though we needed a rest. We really hadn't eaten much since breakfast at 10 o'clock. So. so we took a rest. We, we made our way toward Tomorrowland. And that was after we took a rest in that little big top area, kind of in the back of the park near the Fantasyland train station. Haley had some fun time kind of going out the mirrors, at the little funhouse mirrors, and I we just kind of sat and relaxed until until we went over to Cosmic Rays, I believe, to eat dinner in Tomorrowland. It's right by the teacups and the Tomorrowland Speedway. So we did that, and then after that, we basically had to haul ass back to the front of the park, you know, because we had a fast pass at the, I guess it's called the Town Square Theater, which is at the front of the park near the main entrance. So what we did was, we walked back to the Silly Pete Circus area and got on the train that runs around the perimeter of the Magic Kingdom. And, you know, it just dawned on me that we didn't do the full loop like I wanted. But, oh, well, it's always next time. I think next time I go, I'm going to plan the trip for a little longer, cut out the day at Universal Studios, and make sure we get everything done that we're going to get done. So so after we took the train to the to the front of the park. That's where we, Haley met up with Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell is one of Stacy's favorite characters. And so that we, we fast-passed that and got right in. And after meeting Tinkerbell is when we got one of those wonderful Florida thunderstorms. And it rained like hell for at least a half hour, 45 minutes. Longer than I really expected it to rain. We kind of hung out by the bathrooms in the front of the park for a while until I got tired of standing there and ran over to the store in the front of the park there, the big souvenir stand out of the store. I don't know what it's called off the top of my head, but I ran in there and grabbed four ponchos for us. Set me back about $40, but we needed to stay dry. I noticed when I got in there that the ponchos are kept in a drawer behind the counter, so I guess they only advertise selling them when it rains, which makes me kind of wonder what you can get, how much those $10 ponchos cost them when it's dry out. Probably can't buy them when it's dry out. But anyway, armed with our ponchos and in an effort to stay dry, we made our way back toward Tomorrowland, where we went to the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor attraction, which this was really fun. And the Billy Crystal, as Mike Wazowski, has always been one of my favorite. And they did a great show, you know, based on the end of the movie where the monsters used laughter to power their city instead of human screams. So that was just great. And... We enjoyed that, and by the end of it, the rain had stopped. Like I said, those Florida rainstorms don't last very long, but they can soak you. And if you're not ready for it, you'll look like a drowned rat before the damn thing is done. So from there, we went to the Escape with Stitch, I believe it's called. And that was Lilo and Stitch. It was what it was. I don't think a lot of us cared for it. I could have done without it. Haley kind of got scared by the darkness and some of that stuff, and she said the shoulder harness that gets lowered down, hurt her. So, that's that. So after that, and probably getting toward 9 o'clock or so at this point, Haley does not want, does not like scary rides, roller coasters. She won't go on them, but she didn't mind me going on Space Mountain real quick. I had a fast pass for that, and I went up on that and did that. Although, from what I was told, she was worried, kept asking if I would be okay, and things like that. And I was fine. I'd done Space Mountain before, and, you know... It's one of those times I really wish I had someone else to ride with. I'm at the point where I'm 35 years old. I don't get the charge out of riding these things alone. 
that I did when I was younger. Even when I was a little bit younger, in my 20s, and some of my girlfriends at the time didn't want to go on these things for whatever reason. I still enjoy going on about myself, but now, now that I'm a dad and have kids, I don't get to charge out of these things that going on by myself when I know they're kind of sitting on the ground doing nothing while I indulge myself. But it was one of the indulgements that I got, and I enjoyed it. I skipped out on a couple of indulgements later in the week. For instance, at Hollywood Studios, I didn't go on Tower of Terror or the Aerosmith's Rockin' Roller Coaster, and I skipped the Indiana Jones stunt show, which I would have liked to have seen, but you know what? It's the same show they've been showing for 30 years. I've seen it at least three times. I'll see it next time I go. But I'll get to Hollywood Studios later when I start, start talking about Friday. After Space Mountain, we kind of made our way in a hurry back to the Main Street area because I was really happy about the fact that the electrical parade was brought back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the Magic Kingdom proudly presents our spectacular festival pageant of nighttime magic and imagination in thousands of sparkling lights and electro-synthomagnetic musical sounds. The Main Street Electrical Parade. That's always been one of my favorite events in, in the Magic Kingdom, and I just love it. I'm glad they had the foresight to bring that back. It hasn't changed in the slightest. It's still the same parade I remember seeing for the first time as an eight-year-old. Just great stuff. Great, great stuff. And at that point, Haley had fallen asleep, so we decided to skip the fireworks, even though I saw some of them on my way to the bus. Haley had fallen asleep in our stroller at that point. She didn't even see the electrical parade, and that was when we decided to call it a night and go back to the room. So that was Tuesday. On to Wednesday. Back to the Magic Kingdom. The day started with a visit to Mickey Mouse at the Town Square Theater, and I was really impressed with how Mickey looked. Obviously, you could tell this is the main Mickey Mouse, as his... We met Mickey twice, once in Hollywood Studio on Friday night, but I loved how this Mickey had an animatronic head, and the actor was able to speak in Mickey's voice and communicate with Haley and talk to her, and I really thought that was, that was cool, and Haley got a charge out of Mickey Mouse actually talking to her. I don't remember what they talked about, but that was one of the family photos that we had made sure we had done. Oh, before I forget, on Tuesday at the Magic Kingdom, Haley's favorite thing that we did was the Mickey's Magic in Fantasyland. And I recommend that. It's basically Donald stealing Mickey's sorcerer's hat and getting into all kinds of trouble, as Donald Duck is wont to do. Definitely check that one out. That's one of the great gentle things for a preschooler. That was Haley's favorite thing to do that day. I don't really remember a ton else of what we did on Wednesday. At one point, I believe this was on Tuesday, we did the It's a Small World and the Peter Pan flights. You know, those haven't changed in years. On Wednesday, I believe at one point we did the mirror, we did the carousel again because, like I said, Haley has never met a carousel she didn't like. After meeting Mickey, we finished up Tomorrowland. We took the People Mover ride around and that gave, you know, giving us the little tour of the Tomorrowland area. We did the Carousel of Progress, which is always an old favorite, and I believe it's one of Scott Gardner's favorites. And it's one of mine as well. I really enjoy watching that uh, that family kind of through the throughout the 20th century. They're a little long-lived than most people, but it's still a great show of how technology has changed through the years and how we're... And I like that it's somewhat adapting to modern times as it goes through. So, after that... While we were on the People Mover before, Haley saw the Tomorrowland Speedway. And 
I was quite surprised that Haley actually wanted to go on this. Of course, she's too small to actually drive herself, so I had to do it. And wouldn't you know, I, I got a car from Great Britain where I had to sit on the right and drive and push the gas down with my left foot. A little backwards for me, but I managed to uh, get through the racetrack without jerking her around too much. So, that was good. It's probably by then it was time to head back to Fantasyland to, for our Fast Pass with Cinderella and the Visiting Princess. So, curious as ever, I went to see who the Visiting Princess was, and it was Princess Aurora. I had no idea who Princess Aurora was. She is Sleeping Beauty, for those of you who are interested in knowing that little detail. So, we saw both of those princesses, like I said, Haley. By this point, Haley had had the routine down. She goes up with the book, they sign the book, and we move right along. So, look, you know, I can't say enough about how great these actresses who play these characters are. At some point while we were in the Magic Kingdom, I believe this happened Tuesday. Like, like I said, it's, I'm not doing this with any kind of notes. I'm just kind of jumping around to my trip. We uh, went to see this live Beauty and the Beast thing where we went into, I guess they call it the castle, and we reenacted the Beauty and the Beast where I was suckered into being cast as a suit of armor. Having to hold up a placard. Haley got involved too. She got to be Mrs. Potts. But, you know, I said this on Facebook and I think it's bare repeating here. I need an agent because, you know what? I'm going to quit my job at the newspaper and I'm going to go right into acting. I mean, I, I held up that placard like nobody's business and I didn't screw up either of my lines. How many Hollywood actors can say they didn't screw up a line ever? Or maybe I should just retire. Or, judging by the picture of me with a placard over my head and most of my upper body, maybe I should go into being a leg model as that's the one part of my body that's not grossly overweight. Anyway, Stacy got a little ribbing from my mother, because Stacy's always up with the camera. The one thing she missed with was the picture of me and arm-in-arm arm with the other suit of armor with Belle. Just what I need in my life. The one time I can get to my picture taken with a hot girl, and there is no evidence to document it. Who would believe me now? So, anyway. See, my original plan for Wednesday at the Magic Kingdom was to do some stuff in Adventureland after that, you know, the Pirates of the Caribbean and a couple of other things. But we really never quite made it to that section of the park. And, you know, I, you know, I wanted to do things like the Hall of Presidents and, you know, Pirates and stuff like that. But, you know, it just didn't happen. Which kind of stinks, but, you know, I was really trying to make this trip about my five-year-old daughter and trying to limit the indulgences somewhat. If we had more time... In the Disney parks, maybe I would have done those, but well, we missed out on it this time. And again, I was last there 10 years ago. They've added one president. Pirates of the Caribbean will still be there the next time I go, and we're planning another trip there with Stacy's older son, either next year or the year after. So I don't think any of those things are going anywhere, and I'll catch them when I go back to Disney World. So we went back to our hotel, and, you know, we wanted to Haley had been saying by Wednesday that she wanted to go swimming again, so... We were planning to go swimming for a little while, and then, well, you know, wouldn't you know it, that Florida weather kicked in again, and it started raining, so... Instead of going swimming, she took a bath, and... We had a tough Wednesday night. You know, Haley must have eaten her pizza too fast, and we probably made the mistake of having her drink chocolate milk with her pizza, and, well, she got sick a couple times when we went to check out the Animal Kingdom. And we really... Went to the Animal Kingdom out of curiosity more than anything else. None of us had ever been there. Personally, for me, it's the Disney Park that I care about the least. Although, I really did like that show they were showing on the Tree of Life. 
but we left because Haley just wasn't feeling good. But we also made the mistake of going at night when really a lot of stuff was closed. You couldn't. By the time we got to the area in Asia where the animals were, we couldn't really get in to see them. And we did get to go on the Kilimanjaro safari ride in the Africa exhibit. That was really good. You know, anytime I get to see giraffes, I'm okay with that. You know, that was probably one of the lowlights of the trip. But it did give Stacy the opportunity to get those. Mickey ears with the leather print Mickey ears that she'd been wanting since she saw them on our first day there. So it was worth it to go to the Animal Kingdom just so I stopped hearing about her leopard Mickey ears. But other than that, I think the next time I go back, I'll probably be skipping the Animal Kingdom. That doesn't mean you shouldn't go, but it's just for me the park that I had the least interest in. There are plenty of zoos around the area I live in to satisfy that need if we have one. So that was Wednesday night. We went back to the hotel and crashed. And Thursday, we, because my mother likes going to Universal, I was kind of ambivalent toward Universal. Thinking economically, it probably would have been cheaper just to stay on the Disney property. The fifth-day park hopper ticket would have been far less than the $155 I spent for all four of us to go to Universal for the day, plus the $85 to rent a car so we could get to Universal. But on the car rental, I used Alamo for that, and I really had no complaints. They picked me up promptly at 7 a.m. from my hotel, and I had an appointment for 8. I was back at my hotel before 8 o'clock, so the rental process was easy, and you know, I recommend using the Magical Express when you land at the airport. Only rent a car if you're intending to go off property. There are plenty of buses and whatnot to get you around the property that you really don't need to have a car there. The only time where life on the buses got a little interesting was Monday going from Disney Springs to Epcot. I thought we could catch a bus straight to Epcot from Disney Springs, but it turned out we needed to take the bus from Disney Springs to the Port of New Orleans, change buses, and go through all that. Thank God the makeover in the ippity boppity boo salon didn't take as long as I thought it would because the amount of time we spent circling around the Port of New Orleans Resort made up for any time we gained there. Anyway, we went to Universal. I'm just going to say for the record, I've been to the Universal Studios in Hollywood. And once you go there, the one in Florida really can't compete. I'm sorry. Just the one in California is better. One to one. I personally have never been to Disneyland, but I think if you give me the choice ten times, I will pick Disney World over Disneyland probably all ten times. But... California's got Florida beat as far as Universal Studios goes. There's no backlot tour in Florida. It does have the Harry Potter world, which maybe if we didn't have my mother or Haley, maybe we would have been able to spend more time in the Harry Potter world. Neither one of them had much interest. And honestly, by Thursday, the heat and, you know, you don't get a lot of sleep on a Disney World vacation. was probably starting to get to us, and we were all getting a little snippy with each other by then, to the point where we did kind of blow up on each other for various reasons, probably mostly because we were hot and tired. But anyway, I could have done without Universal Studios. I would have rather stayed on the Disney property and finished up what I didn't get to see in the Magic Kingdom. But it is what it is. We did what we did, and we had a good time. Haley got to go get got to go meet SpongeBob and Scooby Doo and some of those other characters. She really didn't want to do a whole lot in the Universal Studios in the Islands of Adventure. She enjoyed the Dr. Seuss area, and I thought the Superstar Parade was. Disappointing compared to what you see in Disney World. I'm never going to tell anybody not to go to Universal Studios, but if I had my way, I probably would have skipped it and stayed on the Disney property and spent the rest of that day finishing up the Magic Kingdom. 
Because if you're going to do the Magic Kingdom properly, you really need all three days. Or if you're going to do the Animal Kingdom at all, you should probably go during the daytime as opposed to when we went at night just to check it out. Seems like there's a whole lot more going on there during the day than at night. But And that brings us to Friday. This was the day I've been looking forward to for a long time. A long time. Ever since Disney bought Star Wars. And I first heard of the Star Wars launch bay area. I'll talk about the launch bay first. That was really cool. And although I will admit that I was kind of disappointed with some of the merchandise on sale for Star Wars. You know, there was really nothing that... I'm a t-shirt guy, and so when I go somewhere, I like to get t-shirts. One of my requirements, if you want to call it that, is that I like something that has where I went and the year on it, and I really didn't see anything Star Wars related that had that, so I thought that was kind of disappointing. I initially saw those ears, the, the Mickey ears that was on an R2 dome, and I was going to get that for myself, but, you know, by Friday, the end of vacation, fun was starting to run a little low. So I decided that, you know what, how much money am I really going to spend on something that I'm never going to wear again? So I passed on that, and I really don't regret it. Hollywood Studios has really become a, a gem among the Disney parks. This was probably our best experience of the week, and I'm kind of glad we saved it for last. Just wow. I mean, we go into the park, and the first thing, you know, we're on our way toward the Great Movie Ride, which is one of my favorite attractions at that theme park, and... I fast-passed it because that's one of the biggest lines, especially early in the day. So while we were waiting for our fast-pass to kick in, we had an opportunity to meet Donald Duck and Goofy and Lilo and Stitch, Max, Goofy's son, and Daisy Duck, and there was one more. See, it was Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Max, Lilo, and Stitch. And it was cool that we were kind of in that area long enough that we were able to catch all six characters in the rotation. We got to that area toward the end of... Goofy and Max's run. We got both of them, and we wait, waited for a few minutes, and then Lilo and we heard Lilo and Stitch were coming out, so we figured, you know what, we'll wait for that. We went into the movie ride, and then when we came out, Donald and Daisy were there, so it was really cool to hit all six of those characters at once. I thought that was really good. And the great movie ride didn't disappoint, you know. At this point, Haley was scared of everything, and I kind of knew the movie ride would be a slight problem for her, especially the point where the gangster takes over the boat, and you know, it's all part of the show, obviously, but as a five-year-old girl, she just hears the pops of the gun, and you know, that the loud noises scare her, but she was okay with that, and eventually we finished that ride. I don't know if she really appreciates the classic movies the way some of us do, but you know, she's five, so we're not gonna hold such things against her. So like I said, after that, we came out, and Daisy and Donald were there, so we grouped up those last two characters, and that, and we moved on from there. And from there we went, it was time for our Fast Pass for the Frozen Sing-Along Celebration. And listen to me very carefully. If you have a daughter, you will not want to miss this. Oh my god, I was in tears at how much fun my daughter was having during the celebration. During the singing along with all of her favorite songs, and the interaction with the actors on stage. You know, she probably could have done this one event all day. So, if you have a son or a daughter who likes Frozen, make sure you get into the Frozen sing-along celebration because you will not be disappointed. From there, we moved on to what is referred, what is called the animation courtyard, and this is where things got a little interesting. As so we had an opportunity to meet Pluto again. We had previously met Pluto in Epcot. But Haley was really looking forward to meeting Doc McStuffins, one of her favorite cartoons on Disney Junior. 
in addition to Pluto, she met Sophia the First and Doc. They also had Jake of Jake and the Neverland Pirates, but she really had no interest in that. That's for boys, as she would put it. And on front of these lines is when I had kind of a wardrobe malfunction. I had dropped, I don't know, a quarter or something out of my pocket, and I went bent down to pick it up. I don't have the greatest back in the world, so instead of bending at my waist, I bent at my knees, and the shorts I've had for a few years were probably a little bit tight, and they tore right on my left leg. If some of you are a Facebook friend, and you go into my Disney World 2016 album, if you look at the picture with Kylo Ren, you can see the gash in my shorts there. Now, I had tried to get this rectified. I mean, at first, I was really upset. I was like, all right, we gotta go back to the hotel, I gotta change, and blah, 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 blah. But I really wanted to finish up in the courtyard area. So while Haley was online meeting the various characters, I tried to find a pair of shorts in one of the local shops. No, it is damn near impossible. At least I didn't find any in the places I looked to find a pair of shorts in the Magic Kingdom, in the Hollywood studios. I mean, I wasn't even looking for anything fancy, just a pair of athletic shorts with the damn logo on it. Would have sufficed. Anything didn't have a giant gaping hole in it. But it did. And I kind of made my peace with it as uh, the day went on. It was getting pretty hot at this point, so we finished up the animation courtyard with the Voyage of the Little Mermaid and the Disney Junior Little Puppet Show production, which was, again, really great. It got the kids involved, and <clears throat> I have videos that I'm probably, that I've put up that are great, showing how much Haley really enjoyed that show. Again, if you have children that watch Disney Junior, it's worth your time. At this point, we were approaching midday, probably, or probably closer to 2 o'clock in the afternoon or something. So we decided it was time to head back to the hotel. Because at this point, every time I moved, my shorts would rip a little bit more. You should have seen me trying to get up and down at this Disney Junior event, trying not to tear the shorts anymore. Plus, at some point, in my infinite wisdom, I decided to put a water bottle in my right side pocket. That didn't help. So, but And at this point, Haley had been kind of getting the itch to go swimming again. And we really hadn't had the opportunity to do so. Because of the weather. She had wanted to go Wednesday, and by the time we got back to the hotel, it started raining. And then, by the time the rain had stopped, we decided to go to the Animal Kingdom. Thursday, we were out at Universal all day, so there was really no time for swimming then. You know, By the time we got back, she was tired, and that kind of put the kibosh on any of those plans. And so, she was still having an itch to go swimming, so we decided, you know what? We'll, take, we'll go back to the hotel. We went swimming for probably about maybe 45, maybe 50 minutes. And I'm going to be honest... I have a feeling that the pool at the resort was heated, and the heated water just wasn't refreshing in the hot Orlando sun. And I don't know what it is about the showers in that hotel, but I don't know. I just hadn't felt clean the whole time I was there. Probably because I was sweating the whole time, but that's neither here nor there. So we went back for the Hollywood Studios, where we saw the Muppet Vision 3D, which was great. I love me some Muppets. It saddens me a little bit that kids these days don't have the... Same appreciation for the Muppets that people my age, I'm 35, that people my age do from when we were kids. But, you know, it is what it is. She enjoyed it. it Someone, you know, she's not the biggest fan of the world in 3D. Some of the things pop out and scare her a little bit. But, you know, that's something she'll get over in due time. So, we saw that. I enjoy it. I enjoy the Muppets. That was great. And we were very happy to report that we went, we managed to see... Olaf, because, you know what, we arrived home today, if we had missed out on Olaf, I never would hear the end of it, but we got Olaf's autograph, and Haley was overjoyed at the fact that Olaf seemed to, you know, sign his name by drawing a picture of his face, 
which I'm mean, used Haley to no end. Now, I don't know how true this is, but I've read that. And I still haven't looked through Haley's autograph book to see if this is true, because we did get a few characters twice. That I've read somewhere that the actors who are in these suits have to memorize the character's signature. So I'm going to have to go through things like Tigger and see if the signatures are the same. It'd be just an interesting little footnote behind the scenes there. So after the Muppets, we went to Star Tours, and, you know, this is, you know, all the Star Wars stuff. Earlier in the day, we went into the Star Wars launch bay, and I took a bunch of photos. Like I said, I was disappointed with some of the merchandise. You know, I don't have $3,000 to bring home a giant Boba Fett. Wish I did, but I don't. Now, if you're a collector and you like collectible statues and things like that, that cargo shop is great. But, you know, the only t-shirts they had were Rogue One t-shirts, and I really don't want a Rogue One t-shirt. Like I said before, I want something that says Hollywood Studios on it, and if I was going to get Star Wars, it would have had that on it. If not, I can go to Walmart and get a Star Wars t-shirt for far less money. So then we went on to Star Tours, and this was another one of those, let's indulge daddy with his Star Wars ride, and Haley did not like this one in the slightest, because, and I knew she wouldn't. Yeah, those of you who've been on it, it's 3D and it's a motion simulator ride. The ride doesn't go anywhere, but it does shake and move. So it feels as though you're traveling at high speeds. You know, pushes you back when the ship goes into hyperspace. Everybody liked it, but it seemed a little too real for Haley, so she might be a little young for that. She's just tall enough for it. So she didn't care for that too much. But she did it. She was a trooper. And from there, we went to meet Mickey Mouse and Minnie for the second time. In our vacation, Mickey in the Sorcerer's Apprentice costume is one of my favorite iterations of Mickey, so I don't know why, it just is. I have a fondness for wizards, so it's probably something to do with that. We met Mickey and Minnie, and then we had thought it was time for the Star Wars fireworks, but by the time we got there, the fireworks were delayed because there was some intermittent weather issues during the evening on Friday. But the they're probably delayed about a half hour, and we went to... 10 o'clock, and the Star Wars fireworks are magnificent. You know, it was a great way to close our vacation. And the clips of the movies, and the fireworks kind of were in sync with laser blasts from the various ships. Words coming out of my mouth cannot do that show justice. And unfortunately, I was at the wrong angle for this. But at the end, they show the famous sh shot of the hand on the lightsaber, and a searchlight <clears throat> goes in the air, and to simulate the lightsaber. I was at a bad, the wrong angle to, to get that effect, but that was what they were going for, and if I was at the right angle, it nailed it. That was that. That was the, the last full day, and it was one of the best days of the trip, huh? Friday, definitely. You know, I love going to Disney World, like I mentioned earlier. You can go to the, to the beach for a weekend, and you're always sad when you leave because you gotta, gotta go back home. I left Disney World satisfied. You know, it's always sad on Friday morning when you get the what I call the eviction notice, the notice of the transportation from the Magical Express. But when we left on Saturday morning to go to the airport to come home, we had really felt as though we had accomplished what we set out to do. And that was to introduce Haley to our favorite vacation spot. And Stacy, she had never been there before either, so she really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to share with you a conversation we had with Haley in the hotel before we left for the airport. Just like frozen? That's it, just frozen. Just huh? frozen. <laughs> I didn't like the one out of the like the doll, the big guy, like small girl. You didn't like the little small It's a little small world. It's a small world with all the dolls? No, the one. Remember? The 
Oh, 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 you didn't like the great movie ride. You didn't like the part where the gangster took over the uh, the ride. Is that what and you're you saying? And you didn't like the Star Wars ride. No. But you liked the mermaid ride. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You didn't, you didn't like the three of them and the mermaid sang the song. You just didn't like the sea with Shelly. That's what you didn't like. That thing was so scary. I never liked that. She's a bad woman, right? Nobody likes a sea witch. No, mommy don't even like that thing that's here. Just like in Frogo. Do you, Daddy? Do I what? How come you don't like the bad guy in Little Mermaid? You like all the Star Wars bad guys. Yeah, I didn't like the Star Wars bad guys. You didn't like Chewie. He's a good guy. He's You took a picture with the guy in black. He's a bad guy. Yeah. How did you know he was a bad guy? Because Daddy told me. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you like, Haley? Daddy, else what I know. Did you? Did Just you? Making sure everything's empty. Did you? I didn't like the bad guys in Spider Man. Okay, but you like seeing Spider Man at Universal? Yeah, but I didn't like the bad guys in Spider Man. Okay. Did you like? Uh, and what about Epcot? What did you like at Epcot? Frozen. Frozen. Yay! Did you like the seeing the snow monster? No. How about I don't when, like that. How about when Elsa sent us backwards? No! You didn't like that? All right, uh, let's see. Just, well, obviously, as what I'm seeing, you're holding Figment by the neck, so you like the Figment ride, didn't you? <laughs> you like to choke him. Yeah. How about uh, Crush? Yeah, how about Crush? The laugh factor. You like that. You like talking to Crush? And... Yeah, you raise your hand and Crush calls on you. Yeah, remember yeah. that? What else? Like in school. Yeah. Right, Mom? What else did we do? Did you like Space Mountain? No! No, you didn't. But the people mover, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, boy. And then we went on something like that in Universal. Remember and that? We went all through the cat and the hat. Yeah. I like the cat and hat. Oh, good. I'm glad you like the cat and that. <laughs> and you liked SpongeBob. Yep, you met SpongeBob. That you was SpongeBob. fun, right? Any fun on E.T. and Peter Pan. I love Peter Pan. You love the Peter Pan ride, the one you didn't want to go on? I thought it was scary. What did you think of all the long lines? Ah! They, they moved really fast. Yeah, they moved pretty really, good. They didn't move we avoided good. the longest ones with the fast pass. I love Peter Pan, Invisible and Slow. Who's your favorite character to meet? Outside story. And, uh... Did you like getting your getting made up like a queen? Did you like that? Didn't you like that? Careful. Daddy, didn't you like it looking like a mini Charles? Did you like that? No. I'm giving you a hug. Oh, that works. Haley, didn't you like being dressed up like a queen? What about when we went to Elsa's land and you were dressed as Elsa and everybody was calling you Queen Elsa? Do you like that? No, Queen Elsa. Yeah. Queen Princess Elsa. Well, oh, they were making a mistake. They were making a mistake. But not the people in Norway. They all called you Queen they Elsa, right? They all called you Queen and they all bowed to you. Yeah, do you like getting bowed to? Don't think that's going to happen once we get home. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Elsa said that you should be called Queen Elsa for Monday because you look just like her and you don't want to confuse Olaf, right? Right, remember that? Mm -hmm. you, now. Olaf looked kind of cool. Yeah. You liked, I, I knew you liked the fireworks on Monday night, right? Is that correct? Dad, but I didn't like the way that they were talking. Who, who was talking? The ones that had fireworks. 
Um, you didn't like the talking? You did like the fireworks? Yeah, nobody cares about the talking. What talking? I don't know. The oh, talking. that's a firework. Last night? Last night? Yeah. The talking born. Now, uh, No, I think it was from... Now, I know you like that hot dog that you had in the fireworks on Monday. So much as you want the hot dog again at the fireworks last night, right? But mm-hmm. we can't find it there. Yeah, then I didn't they didn't have any honey. Alright, so what did you like at the Magic Kingdom? You liked being in the Mickey Mouse, didn't you? How did you feel about your first Florida rainstorm? Poop, poop. <laughs> Mommy did not like that. You wanna know why? Why? Mommy hates getting wet. Yeah, you got all wet. We got soaked, not just wet. And we had sandals on, which was stupid. We, yeah. Mommy and mom were crazy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we, we learned after that, didn't we? You didn't have sandals on that okay. night, did you? She might have. Mm, I think she had her frozen shoes on. But we spent, we spent ten bucks each on garbage bags. No, I have. Don't climb on Mommy's knee. No, I'm just telling you something. Right. I had my water shoes. Yeah, oh. yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. But not the other day. So, what did you do when Daddy went on Space Mountain? I I was looking for him. You were looking for me? You didn't like me going on Space Mountain? Why? We need coffee. Because Space Mountain is scary. We need coffee. Okay, well, we'll, we'll get at the airport. We'll, we'll go in a minute. What else did you like? Not all of them. Not all of them? Your favorite character to meet was Elsa. We did two days of the magic. So were you tired after all after all that riding in the stroller all day? Yes, you were, weren't you? I doubt. <gasps> she was because... <laughs> I wish I could ride in the stroller. She was asking for one. How many times did she ask if she can go to bed? Yeah, she never asks that. So did you like everything we did? <laughs> did you like everything we did? How would you rate this vacation? Was it good? Was that a yes, the open mouth? You didn't like that ride yesterday? Did you like the Star Wars ride? Mommy did, but I felt like I was going to barf. And it definitely felt like we were moving. It was awesome. Oh, what, the Star Wars ride? Oh, it was awesome. You were the one who was going Because it was like... Yeah. What did you think of the Muppets? You thought we were moving in the Muppets? No, it was. It was. Really, it looked like we were moving in the Muppets. Well, it looked like. Oh, um, when they were coming at us. Yeah. Because we had the glasses on. Yeah. And uh, what about? Wait, but you think I glasses on? Yeah. Well, the three D glasses. I don't. The 3D glasses. Because you don't need glasses. What about the? Uh, you really liked the Mickey's Philhar Magic, didn't you? When Donald was chasing the hat. Yeah. Yeah. It was so funny. Looked like he was coming near us. Yep. Yeah. And what did Mickey do with, at the end? She was mad. Mickey was what mad. Did, what did, how did Mickey stand? Because what did he tell Donald not to do? Don't touch his hat. And what did he do? He touched his hat, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah. And after she said, thank you. <laughs> Donald's always in trouble. Donald's always getting into trouble, isn't he? Did you like Bad seeing touch. Doc? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about Doc? Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Come here. Go see Daddy before you break my feet. <laughs> you love seeing Doc, huh? 
What was the funniest thing that happened on the trip? How about that Disney show? A, the other Disney Junior show. What's that? That's when all the bubbles flew and all the Jake and the Pirates helped yeah. and Josh and everybody helped for Mickey and Minnie Mouse's party. Yeah, you liked that, didn't you? Oh, but the best thing was you probably blocked. No, it was Minnie Mouse party. Right. Yeah. I said Mickey. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, what about uh, the Frozen sing along? Snow Monster, no, please. Yeah, I know you don't like the Snow Monster. <laughs> I don't like that either. Daddy does. You know what Daddy likes the Snow Monster? What? It looks like Doomsday from Superman comics. <laughs> but, but you you sang along to that, didn't you? Yeah. You told Daddy he couldn't sing, right? But you can. Oh, I can't. I can sing now. Walk my hair, walk my hair, walk your hair out my face. Mm, poor figment. No, he's wearing his tail out. He's wagging his tail at you. Oh, is it because he's happy? No, he's beating you up. Oh, he's beating me up? Alright. No! Okay. Do, do you know Figment is used Trump's Figment so many times? Alright, ready to go? Doesn't it sound like she enjoyed that? Alright, well I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to play a promo. And then I'm going to come back with some closing thoughts. Hang around, folks. take us many years into the past where a long time ago character Superman first graced the pages of action comics but there was technology more advanced and it brought forth a race of moviegoers men and women like ourselves but advanced to the absolute peak of human entertainment they wanted to see their character adapted in other media they made him the man of screen The Man of Screen podcast will chronicle the adventures of Superman on the big screen and the small screen, starting with the Fleischer Shorts, the Kirk Allen movie serials, Superman and the Mole Men, the 1950s television series, The Adventures of Superman, the Christopher Reeve movies, Lois and Clark, Superman the Animated Series, and more. Come check out the Man of Screen podcast at themanofscreen.podomatic.com. Alright, welcome back folks, and you know, like I mentioned, that was one of my favorite vacations in recent years. Next time on Man of Screen Extra, things are going to get back to normal a little bit, as I'm going to talk about Superman's appearance on the first two episodes of Supergirl, which are airing on the CW in October. In the meantime, you can email me at manofscreen at gmail.com. You can find me in the Facebook group. Just put Man of Screen Podcast into your search feed, and you can find the show there, and join the conversation with us. 
You can leave me a review on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So, until next time, folks, thanks for listening. Have a good one. Man of Screen Podcast is produced by Mike Zumo, and all opinions on the show are those of Mike Zumo and his guests, and no one else. All music is in sound clips used in the making of the show are for review purposes only, and no copyright infringement is intended. All trademarks are copyright their original copyright holders. The Man of Screen Podcast is a member of the Superman Podcast Network and can be found at www.supermanpodcastnetwork.com. The homepage for the show is manofscreen.podomatic.com and you can email the show at manofscreen at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Oh, what an adventure that was. Wow. Well, the big news is I got a crap load of quarters. I, f- I did find a vending machine downstairs. The snacks are uh-huh. up here and the vending machines are down there. First and foremost, the sodas are $3.25 each, wow. which is about what they are in the shop, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Just about. Yeah. Yeah. That ginger ale I bought last night was almost four bucks. Okay, but that's beside the point. Whatever, it is what it is. So. Well, it, was a cold, it was a cold pin here, too. That's flat from three days yeah, ago. I yeah, I started drinking it. I'll keep some of you. So, anyway. There's one more left. I put, I put a dollar in and realized I don't have enough ones to put in 325 for the first one. Wish you would have called me. I had all those quarters. I left, I left my phone here. But we'll get to that. We'll get to the next point. We'll get to the quarters. You need another blanket. Oh, yeah, I would like to take a shower. So, after trying to get it to take a five for a few minutes, I gave up and swiped my card. Which, okay. So that put it up like five bucks. Apparently it takes four dollars for every swipe. And so, okay. So I got my, first, I got the first soda, the Coke. So then it spit out five quarters at me. So I went back to my singles. I had two dollars and five quarters, three twenty-five. It doesn't. It takes the two bills, but not the quarters. Oh my god! It didn't take the quarters that it dispensed from itself. So I went up to to my card again and got like two bucks worth of quarters. Oh, Jesus Christ. Only a quarter bank at home. Well, we'll use them tomorrow at that. Yeah, thank you, Riley. Yeah. Let's get what she wants. Well, I have she wants Yeah. So, that was my story with the vending machine. I have all the pennies, so. Yeah, well, I got. I, I still have quarters. I got a lower quarters here now, so. There's that. Just. Anything to be difficult, it seems. All right, so that was my story.